0: To the podcast. This is Evangelist Maria. Of course, you'll be sad uh, because Coco is not joining us today. We'll be back again next week, back to regular. Uh, but this is episode two of season two of the Remnant Youth podcast. So excited to be with you guys today, talking about something very important and seriously, probably one of the most important podcasts that we've done. They're all amazing, all important, but this one's going to be super great to get into so yeah why don't we dive right in it's been great to be with you guys again love seeing all the engagement showing us all the love for the podcast if it's been helping you if it's been reaching you and um you know challenging you i would encourage you to share it with a friend we are on spotify and on anchor and a few other places uh, as well google podcasts so you can not only watch us um through youtube and facebook but you can also Listen on the go and take it with you. So I pray that these times have been blessing you guys as much as it's been a blessing to us to be able to instruct you in the word. So today, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. The word of God and how important it is, how life changing it is. And you know what? It's so funny that I got a new Bible and literally that's my, that's my favorite, like one of my favorite scriptures, a Psalm 119105 that says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path i got a new bible and it's right there written right in the front the lord knew so we are going to get started today and that's actually our first scripture we're gonna break down the word of god we haven't done you know at literally every podcast we talk about the importance of the word the importance of us taking god at his word and today I really wanted to just break down why the word is so important and what the word does for the believer there's a lot of Christians that believe you know oh I'm spiritual or just there's a lot of religious people that are oh I'm spiritual but I don't go to church I don't really need to do this I don't really need to do that and a lot of it comes from a misinformation or a lack of the word of God in their personal lives in their personal time so today we're going to break it down for you guys real simple and it's it's already gonna uh, i already know that it's gonna be powerful so why don't we turn in our bibles to psalm 119. now i'm real time with you guys flipping and turning there so no worries psalm 119 how's everyone been doing chilling vibing it's been great to be back with you guys if you don't already uh this will be a plug for our social media the slide will go up uh now but you guys can go ahead and follow our accounts um Remnant Youth Podcast is based out of my ministry called Re- We Are Remnant. We're on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, and the flash will come on now with everything in the graphics. We're at We Are Remnant, and um, we're all online on all social media platforms, and you can go ahead and give us a follow. We post daily encouragement in the Word, and you know we're a ministry that travels um, and that has come out of this church has come out of my, the desire of God in my heart, but we are located at, uh, and serving out of Bunvale Assembly of God currently. So it's been a blessing to be here, instilling faith into the people, teaching people, training people up in righteousness and in the word. So that's awesome. You can also go ahead and follow Remna underscore youth, which is the home base for the podcast that also posts stale, uh, encouragement in the word keeps people posted and I'm so excited in the coming months we have super big plans we're going to be doing some outdoor outreaches again crusades in the New Jersey area and God's opening up doors internationally as well so I just pray that you would uh, partner with us financially praying with us and uh, partner with us to see souls won you know that's the heart of this ministry to train people up equip people with the word of God and with the power of the Holy Spirit but to win Just like jesus's priority was to seek and save the lost to win the lost and we've been doing that since the birth of this ministry we're going to keep doing it until jesus comes back so i pray that you guys would invest in this ministry partner with us as we preach the gospel and as we win souls populating heaven and plundering hell and let's dive into this word so psalm 119 i'm almost there 97 through 105. also if you want to stay updated on what we're doing you can go ahead and go to our website again fancy graphic flashing here um it's weareremnant.com you'll be able to sign up to join a subscription list through email that'll keep you updated and keep you up to date really on what the ministry is doing prayer updates you know just things to keep you in the loop want you to feel like you know what's going on and to keep you tied into our community of faith so yeah guys i'm pumped this is a great word psalm 119 starting in verse 97 I'm ready to add the NLT. Oh, how I love your instructions. I think about them all day long. Your commands make me wiser than my enemies for they are my constant guide. Yes, I have more insight than my teachers for I am always thinking of your laws. I am even wiser than my elders for I have kept your commandments. I have refused to walk on any evil path so that I may remain obedient to your word. I haven't turned away from your regulations for you have taught me well how sweet your words taste to me they are sweeter than honey your commandments give me understanding no wonder i hate every false way of life verse 105 your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path the nlt says your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path so god wants to guide us you know something that we we preach all the time is god has a plan for a specific plan for your life for my life he has a plan and he's not just left us on the earth without a plan and without or refusing to tell us you know how he where he wants us to go god has a plan and a purpose that he makes known to his people through the inner witness of the holy spirit but through his word as well so god wants to guide us he hasn't left uh, left us on earth to fend for ourselves he hasn't left us blind he has given us the light of his word to be able to accomplish heaven's purpose in our lives and for our lives so the way to accomplish that purpose and how can we accomplish that purpose we need a foundation a strong foundation in the word of god we need it to be we need to be rooted in the word of god to accomplish that purpose because if not anything would be able to come and throw us off the course but that's not god's intent god created this word that's strong and true and never changing so that we will never get thrown off course, so that we don't have to look to the right or to the left to figure out what's going on or how we need to proceed. We can turn to the word of God and through the witness of the Holy Spirit, know exactly what to do, know exactly what step to take, and know how to take that step. So we need a foundation in the word because through that word, through that word, God will show us what to do and how to do it right the spirit and the word work together they're not mutually exclusive so you know i i I, that was really when i was thinking and praying about what to teach today it's like so many people's problems could be solved truly because i counsel a lot of people in the church and a lot of young people and a lot of people's problems could be solved christian people if they literally hearkened unto the word, like it says in the Bible. If they took God's word seriously, if they put it into practice in their own lives, they would have so many issues that they that they think are huge solved for them if they just hearkened unto the word of God. And that's what we don't want for you. You don't have to trial and error up and down, trying to figure out what's the right fix for you. You can, you know, you can submit to the word of God and trust in it and walk in it and your plans will be established and your feet will never stumble and you won't have to waver in faith so that's our desire for you as a ministry we want to see you walking fully in the plan and purpose of God and not having to turn to the right or to the left but walking firmly and the only way to be able to do that is through staying faithful to the word of God so truly I'm telling you guys people really don't even have most people don't even have big problems like people blame everything on the enemy but truly if they just started listening to what god's word says and putting it into practice applying it in their lives they would see a world of a difference in how their life plays and pans out how uh, even on the daily you would see a difference in your life if you started hearkening unto the word of God. Because you know what the word says? The word says that he who wins souls is wise. So you know what? Because the word says that I'll be, I'm will be i wise if I win souls, I start winning souls. The Bible says, the Great Commission tells us that we need to go into all the world and preach the gospel. So you know what I'm gonna do when I hearken unto the word? I'm gonna start preaching the gospel because I know that it's not a mandate that was just for preachers. It was a mandate that was left for the people of God. So the word really does come in and fix so many issues and sets us on the right path because it illuminates it, it reveals to us what we need to do so the word of god is powerful and that's going to transition us into you know what we're going to continue to talk about hebrews four twelve, the bible says that the word of god is living and active why don't we just turn there i got this new bible so all the pages are flopped together but it's all right <laughs> Hebrews 4. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joy and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. So the word of God is living and active. It's not some book that God wrote because he felt like it that should just sit in the house or sit on a shelf collecting dust. No, it's living and it's active. So it's profitable for us to take in the word of God, not just once a week when we're sitting under the instruction of our pastor and he's reading off scriptures when he's preaching no this is daily bread if you've heard it uh, references that it's daily bread it's something we need to be diving into every day because it gives us strength it, it strengthens us in joy it gives us knowledge it lightens our path so god's word isn't just something that's suggestive isn't just something that we can lightly esteem and when we do lightly esteem the word of God, we see the result in our lives. People tend to sin. People delve into things that God never intended for them when they lightly esteem the word of God. But you have to make up your mind. God's word is the highest authority. It, it's the highest governing authority in my life. His word says, says and decrees a thing, and I act upon what the word says. So God's word is living and active. It, it will never pass away. God has spoken, and he doesn't change. You know, the Bible says even heaven and earth will pass away in Matthew 24, but my word will not pass away, will never pass away. So God never changes. We can, and, and you know what? Because he never changes, we can trust in him and we can trust in the word that he's left for us. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Malachi 3, 6, I am the Lord and I change not. I do not change. I, have, I think of another one. James 1, 17, whatever is good and perfect comes, what is it, whatever is a good and perfect gift, comes down to, come down to us, from God, our Father in heaven, who created all the lights in heaven, and then I believe the end of the verse says, he never changes, or casts a shifting shadow, another translation says, that there's no shadow of turning in him, so, If God never changes, his nature is unchanging, he never wavers, he never changes, then we know that his word never changes, his word never wavers, he remains the same. Which means that God's word, unpopular opinion, God's word transcends the change of society. Society 50 years ago is very different than society today. There are beliefs and, and, and doctrines taught in our world that are entirely different in that 50 year time span because culture changes. Culture is defined by popular opinion or, you know, what celebrities think is in and popping and cool, but the Word of God is based on God and what He has decreed and established, so God never changes, and His Word never changes, so you could be sitting there and being like, you know what, that's great, whoop de doo I know that it never changes, but what does that mean for me? What's the point, you know? Why, why is it so important to take in the Word every day? Why is it so important for me to build my life on the principles in this word so we're gonna go to 2 timothy and it, it, this is just a powerful teaching and really if you'll get this today and you'll put this into practice you're gonna begin to see fruit in your life and you're gonna begin to see things happen that maybe didn't used to happen or you coming into this revelation will really change things for you as a christian second timothy uh, chapter 3 we're going to start in verse 16 and we're going to read through to 17. The Bible says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach what is true, say true, and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So what does it do? God, the word is inspired by God. We've covered that. But the, but the word of God, the Bible, teaches us. It's useful to teach us. Teach us what? Teach us what's right. So teach us what's true and teach us what's wrong. What else does it do? It corrects us when we're wrong. And it teaches us to do the opposite of what's wrong. So what is right? And God uses it. What does God use his word for? To prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So another translation says that it's not just inspired. It's the, the God-breathed his word so it's god breathed you know and you might know you might understand as a principle yeah you know christians should be reading the word christians should be doing devotions you know we should be engaging with the word every day but and you recognize maybe that you should probably even do it be doing it more than you already are doing it more often or in a greater capacity than you are but i want to tell you that it's not just an important thing to know up here it's vital it's a vital thing to act out every single day because god's word wants to teach us god's word wants to instruct us and to show us what we're to do so you know something that's really important is that you could be listening to this today and maybe you have no intake of the word daily you have no daily engagement with the word of god but you know there are tools there are so many tools that make it easier for you one of the most important things that you can do for yourself is get it, the Bible in a translation that you can understand. It won't do you any justice. It won't serve you any good. If you're like, yeah, bet I'm going to start reading the Bible. And then you start reading something like the KJV, which it's not a bad translation. I think it's a very good translation, very literal. But to someone who's never engaged in the word on that kind of you know scholastic level, academic level, they're really going to struggle to process and to eat up a translation like the KJV whereas something like an NLT or maybe even an amplified classic would be so much easier for you to read and comprehend so not only so that you can check you know the task of doing your devotions every day off a list but so that word that goes into your brain that also goes into your brain can come into your spirit and you can act on it according to faith, and receive those words by faith, so I read the NLT, I love to read the NLT when doing Bible reading, I use a few other translations for, you know, preparing for sermons for study, and if you want deeper study, another translation, I mentioned it just a few minutes ago, or seconds ago, is Amplified Classic, great translation for studying, there's tools like the Life Application Study Bible, Um, there's tools like the Dake Annotated Reference Bible, there's great Tools that can come alongside. You know, you can do blue letter Bible if you're into studying. You know, the original languages. But truly, if you're just looking to even just engage more in the Word of God on a daily basis, NLT and a physical Bible for me really helps. There's something called we we've been teaching this to kids in our youth. There, that isn't it crazy <laughs> that I've never known the there's an app for your phone. It's called I believe on the App Store. It's called the U Version Bible app, and it has a, like. Probably hundreds of languages, but also hundreds of translations of the word of God. And you're able to start a plan if you'd like to start a plan. I like to read uh, the Bible in a year. So we have the Bible in a year plans on our phones that we go through and it gives you chapters to read every day. Another great resource um, for social media is the follow the account, the power of daily Bible reading. I think it's at power of DBR. I'm not sure. I'll post it on the Instagram um, for you guys to see. But Power of DBR with Joe Stockdale, I mean, the, the, or the Power of DBR is a great, 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 great. Power of Daily Bible reading is another great tool. They have a plan laid out. Uh, they have a website where you can, I, I believe they do the Bible in a year as well. And you can see the plan and do it every single day. You need to engage with the Word of God. And, and just a note, a word of advice. If you're not used to reading even anything of the Word, don't go into it and be like, oh, man, now I really got to start hunkering down. I'm going to start reading four hours a day. It's not sustainable. Do something that's sustainable so that you can have longevity in reading the word of God so that you can develop that practice, that habit, that need and desire to do it every day and engage in the word. If you go from zero to 5,000, you're going to quit so quickly. If you start, you know, just making it a part of your routine, working it in where it works best for you. And if you're like, well, there's not really any time that works best for me you it's non negotiable you need to rearrange your time rearrange your schedule rearrange the the turn of events in your life on a daily basis so that you can engage with the word of god if you need to wake your butt up out of bed before 12 p.m to engage with the word of god then you need to do what you need to do but god honors faith and god honors when you make a stand and you put things like this into practicing your life. The Bible says that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled in Matthew 5, 6. So when you make this a practice, a daily practice in your life, God will begin to fill you to overflow. So I would encourage you, examine your life and figure out what you need to do to, to engage in the word of God, amen? So we said, you know, God's word is inspired. And I think this is what was really cool to me when I was studying and I had mentioned this um, a few weeks ago when I was preaching. That God was showing me this when I was studying. Um, I was preaching on the word of God as well. Similar kind of setup. But when I was reading, I re- re- was reminded how we need to take God at his word. You know, I talked about in the beginning of the broadcast, lightly esteeming the word of God. But the Bible says that the word of God is living and active. And it's powerful. It's, it's useful. So we need to take God at his word. Take God literally. And really believe what he's asking us to do. Really you know, take him at his word and act on his word. Think back to the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve and the enemy. And think of what was the way that the enemy attacked Adam and Eve to get them to fall into sin, to get them to fall into eating the fruit. What did he have to do? He had to convince them of, to, and he had to get them to question the word of God. He said, Did God really say, you know, that you couldn't eat of the fruit? Did God say, And he's still doing those, he's pulling those tricks now. So if you're not engaging with the word of God on a regular basis, the enemy, when he comes chirping, did God really say? You're going to be so much more vulnerable to him and you're going to be able you're going to be falling into the trap of the enemy when when those thoughts come when a doubt a doubting thought comes you don't even let it come out of your mouth and you take that thought captive like the word of god says that we can do and you're like absolutely god did say that i could be healed god did say that i, I could be prospered god did say you know that this promise of salvation was for me and my whole household so you don't leave any room for the devil to make you questioning your mind you find s- scriptures that you can stand on and you stand on God's word to establish yourself. So for anything, absolutely, we need to stand on the word of God. It's crazy how that's what the devil attacks. So the word is so important and you need to make it up in your mind. Why don't you, you should repeat this after me. Let's say it out loud. God's word says it, I believe it, and that settles it. The word of God is, I, I said it in the beginning, your highest governing authority as a Christian, the word of God, God is, but God is his word and this is the highest governing authority that you live your life out by this and the inner witness of the holy spirit and the spirit will never contradict the word there's some weirdos out there that will be like the spirit of god told me you know that you need to divorce your husband so that you can be with me no god would never do that god would never say that because it would go against his word and remember we said god's word never changes he never changes his mind he never goes back on his word so establish your life in the word of god and i want to you know kind of Round this teaching. out. I know that it's not a long one today, but it was really impressed in my heart to, to get this out um, in a practical and understandable way. And if you guys want more videos on this, kind of going more into depth, we'd love to do them. So slide into the DMs and come through and let us know, you know, things that are, are pressing matters. You know, the word, God lays word on our heart to share with you, but we'd love to be able to do, even if we do like a and a or something, to be able to answer questions and to kind of go deeper into these topics we'd love to so two things i want to round this out because now that we know that the word is important and the, what the word does for us i want to let you guys know two things that the word of god ensures every believer you know the word tells us these two things the word the bible the word of god tells us two things it tells us who we are so it forms our identity and it tells us what we have so proverbs four twenty two. we can actually read that together I'm telling you guys, this is. Go- I know it's so simple for some of us, but it really is going to be life changing for you if you get these principles and put them into action in your life. Proverbs four twenty two. And you know, a great benefit of taking in the Word of God, the Bible says that the Spirit of God draws into remembrance His words. So when you're witnessing to someone, when you're out and about. And you're having a conversation with someone god's word will be brought into your remembrance by the holy spirit so when you do the work of in taking the word of god of eating up the word of god the spirit will take care of the work of bringing it into remembrance and it being in your spirit I, I, hey guys it happens like every day i'm telling you every day it happens where i've read something in my personal time with the lord and it literally that day later that day Someone will bring it up in conversation, I'll get a text, I'll be able to be talking with someone, just even in casual conversation. And what the word spoke to me that day, God will use to be able to speak to someone, encourage them, uplift them, or even correct them, or whatever it is. Like it always comes back up, or something that I read the past week. Like God, God always does it that way. So what a benefit of you, of the word of God and engaging with it every day. Proverbs 4:22. Actually, we're going to read before then this is a great chapter let's start in 18 proverbs 4:18. the way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn which shines brighter until the full light of day or shines ever brighter until the full light of day but the way of the wicked is like total darkness they have no idea what they're stumbling over verse 20 my child pay attention to what i say listen carefully to my words don't lose sight of them Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them, and healing to their whole body, their whole body. Another translation says, Attend unto my words, for they are life and radiant health to those that find them. So the word of God tells us who we are. The word of God will formulate your identity. If you're someone that's always been the kind of person that like something that someone says to you will completely like ruin your day, ruin your life, M- make you completely like reevaluate who you are, get into the word of God because it will develop a strong spirit in you. When you start to listen to what the word has to say about you and you believe it, take God at his word. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I may have never heard this a- ever in my entire life. Maybe you're, you grew up your whole life, people telling you that you were dumb, even your own parents discouraging you. But the Bible says that we've been adopted into god's family we've received the spirit of sonship so the word of god tells us that god's our father and these are our father's words unto us the bible says that you're you have the mind of christ that you're smart you have a brilliant mind an anointed mind the word of god tells us that we're the head and not the tail that we're above and not beneath you know that that we can be a a a lender and not a borrower but if you don't hearken into the word of God, you'll never know that the word says that, uh, says that about you, says those things about you. And it's true. So, you know, the, the word of God tells us who we are. Proverbs 23, 7, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his in his mind or believes in his heart, so is he. So whatever we, we think about ourselves or believe about ourselves, we'll define who we are as people. And we'll act according to that definition that we've created in our mind. So you can either choose to believe what the world considers about you which now in the world that we're living that we're living in or that we find ourselves in the the world will tell you something based on the color of your skin tell you something based on your gender tell you something based on the music that you listen to and everything is so wavering but when you hearken unto the word of god and you take god at his word he has a fixed identity for you and you can take that identity as yours and claim it as yours and stand on that word. When we stand on God's word to define us, we'll never have to look for validation from anyone else. We'll never allow ourselves to be fall, fall into the trap of insecurity or comparison because we know what the word of God has settled about us. So super important benefit of the word of God is that it shows us who we are, who we are in Christ, it, it, our, who we've been defined as now through our identity as believers. The Bible says in Second Corinthians five seventeen, for if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, or a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, the new has come. So if you can, and many Christians do live like this, you can believe. I'm a sinner. I'm just a sinner. I'm nothing but I'm but a nobody. I and you know whatever I I I can't help but sin. I'm I'm a sinner saved by grace. And you know what? You were a sinner saved by grace because the Word says that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ that I'm no longer a sinner, I just re- read to you that scripture, or quoted to you that scripture, you're not a sinner anymore, the Bible says that we've been transformed into saints, not literal icons, like uh, in, uh, you've, if you're Catholic, you're like saints, but not, not saints in that sense, but saints because we've been given an, uh, an entirely new nature, my nature now isn't as a sinner, my, my nature now is a daughter and a son of, Jesus, uh, of Christ, and of God through Christ, so I'm, I'm not just doomed to my nature as a sinner, I receive a new nature as a child of God, and now I can be dominated and led by the Spirit of God. So again, things that if you don't read it in the Word, you'll never know, and you'll just continue on in ignorance, continue on believing things that the devil, if he had his way, would love for that to happen, so that you never take authority over the things that the Word says that you can have authority over. So God's word tells us uh, who we are. It formulates and shapes our identity. And the second thing, God's word tells us what we have. So the word recounts to us, you know, what God's accomplished through Jesus Christ and what he's won for us, what we have gained through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. The word of God is our victory. It, it's so powerful. It shows us, you know, what's been accomplished. And the same purpose and and or the same way that, when a doubt may come our way or when someone wants to question our identity in christ we go to the word and we say no no because this is what god says that i am the same way when the devil tries to come for what's yours through jesus christ the word will tell you no he he can't take your healing he can't put on you what couldn't be put on jesus christ because the word says that it's already been settled through the cross of Jesus Christ, through his sacrifice, so when the enemy wants to lay sickness on you, when he wants to lay depression on you, sadness on you, when he wants to lay lack on you, you know from the word of God, no, no way, and even if you don't know right now, now this is your encouragement to you, to light a fire into your butt, if you've been struggling with sickness, don't wrestle another day, because it's been paid for, you can be free from sickness because Jesus took 39 stripes on his back for your healing. By his stripes, we have been healed. Not one day are going to be healed. We have been healed. He has, the Bible says that Jesus became poor so that we could be rich. He, he gave it all so that we would never have to lack. He's the God of more than enough. So the word will recount to us what Jesus has accomplished, what God has done for us through Jesus. And when we face trials and we're tempted to believe otherwise, And believe that even sometimes we believe that it's the hand of God. Everyone loves this Job theology, that it's the hand of God. We look to the word and we know what's been won for us. Deliverance, healing, deliverance from lack, deliverance from spiritual death. But we need to take God at his word and take it as face value. You know, we're not just believing these things figuratively. They're literal concepts. And wherever there's not a literal way to take something, we look for the nearest literal meaning and we take God at his word. So that's anointed, but <laughs> taking it and rounding it out, you know, bring it, landing the plane, bringing it home. I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to take you guys to Joshua 1, 5. These darned, Joshua. So, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you guys, the word of God will change everything for you. And an encouragement to you guys, now that I finally found it, an encouragement to you guys too is anything you're believing for, like literally anything that you want to stand for and stand on to, re- to believe, to receive from the Lord, in the natural, because the Bible says it, you've received it in the spirit. Look up as many scriptures as you can from from the word of God that you can stand on. So if you're believing for physical healing in your body or a miracle, look up the scriptures that talk about the fact that you can receive that. If you're believing for financial breakthrough, look up the scriptures that back what you're believing for. And instead of praying, God, if it's in your will, God, if it's in your will, if I have to hear that one more time for a Christian from a Christian, I'm going to I swear I'm going to slap them across the face because this is God's will. So if you're, if you're waiting to receive something from God, get busy working and look up what the word of God has to say about it. Stand on it and receive it by faith in the name of Jesus. So Joshua one, starting in verse five, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land, I swore to their ancestors. I would give them. Be strong and courageous. Be very careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do study this book of instruction continually meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do this is my command be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged for the lord your god is with you wherever you go praise god amen so you know what the biggest thing that you ought to do taking away from this broadcast is you need you you need to make up your mind personally Make up your mind that you're going to be someone who meditates on the word of God. Make it up in your mind. You, you, if you need to speak it out of your mouth, speak it out of your mouth. Say it Say it now. I will meditate on the word of God. I will ever be growing in my knowledge of the word. So you're going to be someone who meditates on, the, on God's word. The Bible said in Joshua, don't let God's word depart from you. Because that's when you get into the danger zone. Don't let God's word depart from you. Meditate on it day and night. Never let it depart from your lips. Make time for God. Like I said in the beginning, if there's something you need to rearrange in your schedule to be able to prioritize the time that you need to spend in the word of God, because I'm telling you, Sunday morning for 45 minutes is ain't enough. It's not enough to carry you into all that the Lord has for you. It's for you to accomplish heaven's purpose. It isn't enough. You need daily revelation from the word of God to be fruitful in this life so make time for god's word and you know what it's okay that it doesn't look the same in every season you know for for the kids for my kids they may have had time like where they scheduled it in a big chunk in the middle of the day to be able to spend time in prayer spend time in god's word in the summer but now that school's resumed they don't have that big chunk in the middle of the day so now they, if you need to split it up you know it's just day and night you need to meditate on god's word so you should be meditating on god's word in day and in a, at night it should be frequent so for you if you are like a student like my students and you're going into school and now you're like man this ch- 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 chunk of time for me is is being eaten up by being in school then you need to wake up in the morning and instead of checking instagram first thing when you wake up you need to check your Bible app, or crack open your Bible, or even allow the first thoughts in your mind in the morning—the first words coming out of your mouth. He praises unto God, but really engage with the Word of God in the morning. Even if it's just—if it's just a chapter, reading a chapter before school is not a difficult thing to do. And then set time to meditate on God's Word. If I know that I talked about, don't getting not getting exhausted or setting too high of a, of a goal to meet right off the bat. You don't have to read—you know, four four or five books a day. You, There are people that can read a book in a day and have worked themselves up to there. But even if it's just engaging with a few chapters a day, something that's sustainable for you, or even if you do decide to do one chapter, you can read through a chapter fairly quickly, but then spend time meditating on the word that you just read. You know, pulling out the principles from the word. I love to read the word with a notebook. I literally have one in my bag. I keep either my notes app open when I'm reading the word, or I keep a notebook next to me so that I can write down Every time something, I I read something, and it's it's not just things that stand out, but things that are keys. I, I write them down. I highlight them in the Bible app, and I start to, um, you know, pull those principles out. And then those things that I'm writing down, principles of faith, are things that I apply to my life, and things that I can speak on when I'm talking to other people, when I need encouragement myself. So. Free up time to be able to engage with the Word of God. And again, in every season, it may look different. If you're a new mom, you may have had, again, a chunk of time of, a chunk of time that you were used to reading the Word of God, and now things may have changed with the new baby or whatever it may be. I, in every season of life, it can change. So don't guilt yourself into ha- it having to look the same all the time. Free yourself of that guilt and allow yourself to engage in the Word of God in a way that works for you, in a way that's sustainable. And free yourself from the pressure to have it be this rigid religious thing because it's not. We're doing it out of our devotion. That's why it's called devotions. We're doing it out of devotion unto God because we know that his word is important. We know that his word is something that we should build our life on and it's something that we need to engage with. So Jeremiah fifteen 16. I'm going to read it to you quickly before we continue. And I'm telling you, I, when I started doing that, freeing myself of the pressure of having to make it something that it's always been or you know a a routine that it's always been It, it takes so much weight off your shoulders jeremiah 15 verse 16 the bible says when i discovered your words i devoured them they are my joy and my heart's delight for i bear your name O lord god of heaven's army so when he discovered when i discovered your words i devoured them when you start reading the word of God, I'm telling you, when you start looking at it as devotion unto God, and out of your love for God, out of your desire to grow closer to him, you start reading, you get hungry. You get hungrier for God's word. And the great thing is that as much as you devour in a day or in a week or in whatever, a sitting, you're going to get hungry again. That's just like natural laws of life. No matter how much you eat, you're going to get hungry again. And the good news is that God's word never runs out. There's there's chapters in the word that I've probably read hundreds of times, but every time I read it, I see it with new eyes. When you before you read, you can pray, God, through the spirit because that's what the spirit does. He reveals to us. So you can pray before you read, before you crack open your Bible in the morning and at night. Lord, show me out of your word, God, what I'm to do. Show me, God. Allow my thank you that I have the mind of Christ so that I can understand God's word. And Lord, bring out to me the principles in this word so that I can be fruitful in every facet of life. So um, God's word never runs out and you can ask him to help you. There's nothing too hard for God. The same God that can take you from death to life can give you the ability to more easily understand the word of God, amen? So I heard um, a few weeks ago, not too long ago, actually, probably, yeah, less than a month ago, I think, we uh, were visiting Pastor Kyle Dross Youth Group with some of our students. And he said something that really stuck with me about not beating yourself up through missing a day or missing a time that you set to meet with god that when you've missed being in the word don't get guilty get hungry so if there's a time where you're falling off like the routine that you've made for yourself or you've if you've fallen off and you're watching you're like man this is great but i feel guilty because i haven't been engaging in god's word you don't need to feel guilty we know that the bible says that condemnation does not come from god shame doesn't come from god so don't put shame on yourself where god isn't putting shame on or condemnation on you it's okay to feel convicted and to desire to do it more but don't don't make yourself feel guilty because that's like a key an e- the easiest way to never read your bible is to just perpetually feel guilty about the fact that you don't read it and then you never do it because you're in this vicious cycle of like man i know i should do it or you get on a good streak and then you fall off and then you just guilt yourself into not doing it so it needs to be something that you ingrain into your heart when i missed being with the word when i've missed time the word i don't get guilty i get hungry just like when you miss a meal you're not like man why didn't i eat you're you're hungry because you haven't had a meal and it's the same way with god when you're not eating a devouring of the word you're going to be hungry spiritually hungry so get use that hunger and instead of it making you guilty or condemning you use that hunger to get to get into god's word and devour the word of god matthew 5 6 i read this um or I quoted this in the beginning of the broadcast, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. So when you get hungry for God's word and you start devouring it, then God will fill you with even a greater portion. And then there'll come a time when you'll be able to read in a day, chapters, even get through a book in a day and you'll be just eating up of the word of God, and it just starts with that desire for you to say today, you know what, God, I know that your word is valuable, and I want to make a practice of building my life on this word, and in order to do that, I need to know what your word says, so I'm going to make a habit of being in your word, being led by your spirit, and applying this word to my life, and seeing fruit in every area of my life, where I hearken unto the word of God, so take really take some time what is your to to evaluate yourself what does your personal study time look like are you satisfied with how much you're engaging with the word of god or does it need to change and if it does need to change what needs to happen and how are you going to make it happen to be able to get to that point where you're engaging with god's word on a regular basis i want to pray for everyone watching and pray that god instills in you a, a newfound hunger for his word and a desire to spend time in his word so why don't we pray together why don't you lift your hands wherever you're watching from and we're standing in faith believing that god this has been a life-changing word for some of you guys for all of you guys and for everyone that god just gives you a newfound hunger and, and and desire to engage with his word amen so father i thank you for everyone watching i thank you for lord their diligence Even the fact that they're here, God, just shows that they're hungry for you, hungry for more of you, hungry to learn more about you, God. So I pray in Jesus' name that the words in Matthew 5, 6 will be manifested, Lord, that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. So allow them to be filled even now. If people have been believing for the baptism in the Holy Spirit, let them receive your gift now. Lord, overflow in them. In the mighty name of Jesus, anyone believing for a physical healing in their body, a physical healing of their Uh, of their mind or even healing God whatever it could be for healing in the mighty name of Jesus now just like your word says that by the stripes of Jesus that we have been healed I thank you that they take their healing now we take authority over every form of sickness in the mighty name of Jesus every problem in the female reproductive system every issue God In, in the throat in the lungs God in Jesus name now in the back muscles even soreness even now God you're healing your people I pray, God, newfound hunger through faith that we've, I've been preaching for 40 minutes, God, and I pray that faith that we've preached into them, God, allows a hunger to rise up in them, to be able to devour your word, to desire a greater portion in reading your word. I pray that they would begin to engage in the word of God like never before. And as they do, I thank you, Lord, that you're faithful with your end of the bargain and that your spirit begins to, God, show them times where they can bring up that word of God that they've been studying and use it as a witness. Use it to edify other people, even other believers. I thank you that your word is a weapon. This word is a sword, God. And I thank you that you anoint us to take ground for you. I thank you that the enemy isn't going to have the last say in our lives in our families in this nation in this world god you've anointed us to fight the good fight of faith and i thank you that our weapon our our weaponry is the word of god so i thank you that we build our lives on it and that we begin to see fruit in every area god every crooked path becomes straight through your word god and lord you begin to reveal to us your plan and your purposes for us in the mighty name of jesus we pray these things amen well guys it's been a great broadcast. It's been a delight to be with you guys today. If you want to give, we can throw up that slide right now. We would love for you to partner with our ministry. We are, are able to partner with you guys on a monthly basis. where you are A monthly partner, one-time basis. And all that information is in the description box below on our website at weareremnant.com slash giving. So if you want to give either one time or partner, all that information will be available for you. Our cash app is dollar sign we are remnant or venna or venmo is at we are remnant we have paypal.com or paypal.me tons of ways to give um you can mail a check to p.o box 363 mount freedom new jersey and we will bless you guys with a special gift as you give so i pray that god uses it why don't we pray for our offering the Bible says, um, excuse me, as I'm choking up, the Bible says that every man should give according to what, you know, God places in his heart, so whatever the Lord's leading you to give, we've been, we have not stopped working, like we mentioned in the last podcast, we literally have not stopped doing anything because of COVID, we've been going out and doing more, reaching more souls, partnering to see the kingdom of God, you know, just flooded with new people, so partnering to win souls to to see people and nations shaken and to edify and equip the the body of christ so you can give as you are led and why don't we pray for this offering as we finish out father i thank you the lord that everyone that's giving to the work of god the work of the kingdom through remnant ministries i think that your word says lord in luke 6 when we give it's given back to us with the measure that we give and that god pours out a blessing over us when we give that we don't even have room to take in so i thank you god that the windows of heaven open over open up over everyone that's giving god everything they're believing for in the mighty name of jesus comes into their lap i thank you that as they put lord the advancement of your kingdom first that the word says in matthew 6 33 when we seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness all these things are added unto us i thank you you add unto them everything else that they could be seeking as they seek after you first and foremost. Let this offering be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen, guys, it's been a delight to be with you guys. I love you guys. Again, you can, I'll, I'll link up the social media profiles here so you guys can stay in the loop, stay connected with what we're doing. Uh, be on the lookout for some new content, some girl talk videos um, and series coming on. I'm very excited to be working with some great people and uh, the furthering of the kingdom. So God bless you guys as you've watched. If you wanna uh, be filled with some more faith and get instruction on some other things, all of our podcast episodes are linked. There's a playlist of them on YouTube under Podcast for Remnant Youth, and all of them are available on Spotify and Anchor. So stay blessed. It's been amazing to be with you guys. We love you, and we are believing that God's best is here for you today and that your best days are ours he- are, are ahead of you. That the Bible says that we can go from glory to glory, victory to victory, and strength to strength in Jesus' name. And that's your portion and that's my portion. Love to be with you guys. See you guys next week. We'll be back with Coco diving into God's word. And yeah, we love you guys. Deuces